This programme was first broadcast on Otago Access Radio and made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Well, this weekend, brass bands from Southland, Canterbury and Otago will converge on Dunedin for the Festival of Brass, a provincial contest in, uh, centred around venues uh, in and around the Octagon. Host for this year's event is Kaikaro Metropolitan Brass, which itself has a rich history dating back to 1881. And joining me now to preview the weekend and to tell us a little bit more about Kaikaro Metropolitan Brass uh, Sean Fordham and Kendall Godonski, thanks for joining us on the show. Good to have you, both of you with us here today. Thanks for having us. Yes. Now, uh, let's perhaps talk about your own sort of personal histories a little bit uh, first. Um, Kendall, what attracted you to brass and uh, how long have you been with uh, Kaikari Metropolitan <laughs> Brass? Um, I've been with uh, Kaikari since 2014, and actually I don't have a, um, a brass band background per se. Um, they were competing in nationals in Invercargill and were short percussionists and I could read music, and I knew people in the band, so they asked if I wanted to come and play, and I've been with them ever since. So what style were you into before? Um, I played a variety of other instruments growing up. I played piano and recorder and clarinet, um, and back home in the States, um, I played double bass in our like family band, and I play ukulele and dabble in accordion. I imagine, never played percussion. I imagine you get called on all the time to help out. Mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> that was really the first time since moving to Dunedin I was called upon anything um, musical. But nice. like the person who I knew knew that I could read music and was like, oh, you can do it. And I was like, oh, okay. And I'm still there. And there you are. And there I am. Sean, yeah. what, about, what about you? I had to do marching and military things at school. And I decided I really didn't like that. And the easy way out was to learn a brass instrument. <laughs> so I started off on a trumpet and from there um, got to play for a big brass band in South Africa. And that was um, the Light Horse. And when came to Dunedin, decided I wanted to continue with it. And looked online and found three brass bands. And the first one I went to, I didn't quite like the mix. And then I found... Um, Kai Karai and I went to Kai Karai and yeah, I've been with them now just on 18 months and loving it because getting back into music and starting with it's been something quite spectacular. Oh, so interesting for both of you to be relative newcomers as far as the, uh, the Kai Karai brass is concerned in terms of the bigger family, but that is a very uh, significant history. Um, do you get a sense of that when you joined uh, um, the outfit that uh, there was a kind of a degree of uh, history and pride going way back? You you definitely do um, because the like the current iteration of Kai Kai Metropolitan Brass has been um, you know we've merged with other bands in the past to be what we are today and so you've got some of the players that have been playing for like well on sixty years and former versions of the band so you mm. definitely have the history um, and like a lot of you know family history in there as well um, and I I didn't realize how big and like how tight knit the community was until I joined I joined the band and now people from the band are some of my best friends so <laughs> it certainly yeah. is a family and when you walk in with all the pictures up on the wall dating way back in the different uniforms and stuff and the progression that you get to see you definitely get the feel of it that it's been around a long time yeah. and you you join in an institution that knows what they're doing and they're very proud of their history and the traditions and what they do roughly how many members at the moment um we've got about 37 um, yeah we've got um we've pretty much got a full a full band so um that contest you can only have 35 people on stage um for the for the 
own choice in the sacred item, but you can have a bit more and some more variety of instruments for the entertainment portion because, you know, we want it to be entertaining. So in general, is this like a weekly commitment for you or do you, uh, as you approach competitions like this weekend, are you getting together a little bit more frequently than that? Um, it's pretty much every week. We do take a small break from Christmas and through January, usually within it the rest of the time. It's pretty much weekly. Um, and then leading up to, to contests or, or certain concerts, we, we step up even more. So what we'll do is we'll have a practice on a Monday and a Thursday every evening for two hours from um, 7, th- uh, 7 o'clock until 9 o'clock or 7.30 until to 9.30. 9:30. Yep. And then um, closer to a competition or a um, gig that we've got to do, we could even have a band weekend where members are called upon to come. We don't want to embarrass ourselves when we go out. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> well, we'll talk a little bit about that in a moment. Um, in t- just in terms of membership, uh, we know that um, schools are, are doing better these days at fostering and nurturing um, children's you know, musical interest. But how about brass? Is it is it an uh, easy to attract uh, younger members? Um, I think it is getting a bit easier like in the past we uh, members of the band have done lessons at some of the at some of the primary schools um, unfortunately um, we don't have that going at the moment but it's something we're definitely looking to get started up again and to consider an auxiliary band which is for um, those who might not have as great of a playing skill but still really want to get the experience playing um, or for those who just want to come and play for fun um, so we are we have talked about trying to get that started. It is easier said than done, but it's definitely on our wish list of things that we hope to that we hope to accomplish. But as we are at the moment, we've got three school age um, players in the band, and we encourage anybody that wants to come play to come sit alongside us and see the music and give it a go. Because what, while we're practicing, it doesn't matter if you get a wrong note or two and, and things like that to give it a go. And then we find that that people get encouraged by sitting there, oh, they can do that, or they can do the bits of it. And, so and there is great. a special quality to the music. I mean, I, how, how do you describe it, and, and what is it about uh, playing within a kind of the brass ensemble that, that appeals to you as musicians? Uh, well, for me, I've discovered I quite like percussion. It can be very therapeutic to, to hit things. <laughs> um, and a lot of the music, like um, I come from a military background in the state, so I'm quite familiar with marches, um, John Philip Sousa very familiar yeah. with with his body of work um but a lot of the traditional brass music i still everybody's like oh what about this piece i'm like never heard of it because i haven't been in it very long um and you know i my family didn't do that back in the states so i am learning about a lot of the music um but i have discovered that it's a lot more versatile than what you would think um and I know they always say that a lot of people still perceive brass bands as hymns and marches, and we still play those, but we also play a lot more um, and a greater variety of music of stuff that you wouldn't necessarily expect, and it's, it's a lot of fun. I really enjoy it. And it's a small orchestra, um, so we don't need to have 60 or 70 members to get a big sound out. We've got between 20 and 35 people and we can play such a wide genre of music um, and we don't need any power most of the time we can just yep. uh, arrive and be able to play which is great and of course it's not just playing is it you mentioned like the Sousa marches and the kind of things that we you know that 
perhaps uh, pop culture has taught us about the way yeah. some of those performances happen in the, in the States. They're quite elaborate and quite choreographed. It, is it How different is it here? Um, we, they do, like we don't do it like at the contest this weekend. There's no street marching. Um, they do at nationals. They do street marches. And occasionally um, you might get called upon for things during the year um, for different like city events to, to maybe do a march. Um, but even like when I went to the 2014 nationals, I didn't march. Um, I was spared that (laughs) (laughs) even though like my parents made us march as children to keep us in line. Um, it was, um, like watching it, I was, you know, trying to run ahead of the band to film some of it for the band. Um, and it is just more your classic straight street marching. Some of the bands did, who obviously march like full time year round, did some elaborate turns and, and whatnot, but it's not like the school marching bands that I'm used to in the States where mm. they do the highly elaborate on the entire field that I, I never had to do that either, thankfully, because. <laughs> but the, <laughs> but like the great much. thing with us, though, is we also get called upon to do some really nice things. Like with Highlanders last year, we were on the back of a truck plane going down George Street yeah. and um, got the crowd going and excited with us. And so that's the type of music that we can bring the festival feeling to it and that type of thing. Yep. And that's exciting when, when we get pulled upon to do that type of thing. But this weekend, it's all about the musicianship, all about the playing. It is. Um, as, as hosts for this year, what does that require of you? What's what's Kaikoura Metropolitan Brass been doing? Uh, a lot of time planning and organizing and phone calls and emails. Um, there is a lot to organize, as it as we've discovered. Um, I've never had to plan something quite of this scale before, and there is a lot to take into consideration. And also, because this year there are eight bands, not going to complain about that, that I believe is the most bands at the Otago Southland Provincial Contest since 2000 to have eight. So we've got um, Timaru and Canterbury are coming down as well. Can't complain about that. It's going to be awesome. The more, the better. But logistically trying to accommodate that many more bands or that many more people for different events uh, requires a lot of coordination. So eight bands, how many? Is that about, about, uh, what, 200 plus players in the city? Um, you could have like 300. Yep. 300. Yeah. Yeah. And it's over three venues as well. So we. Yeah. So paint a picture for us. How does it all get underway? Um, so, well, on the Saturday, it kicks off with solo and party events. So you'll have your small um, ensembles and your solos and your duets. And that's a great experience. Um, we've got categories for like under 13s up to seniors. And it's a great chance to get out there and get the experience of playing as a soloist in front of a smaller crowd. And you don't often get, um, like, the opportunity to do those solos. And also, our main venue for all the full band events is at the Regent Theatre. And it's not very often you get a play at such an amazing venue either. And so just that alone for, like, the young players and the older players, getting the experience to play on such a stage and such an amazing venue I understand. is a really unique experience. Yeah, I understand, too, that the Regent has just installed new uh, sails in there to... Uh, they to have. They're being installed today. Today. Yeah. Okay. So that will mean um, a better kind of acoustic experience for, so for players and for audience it members. It will. It'll be for both. So you often have... In the brass band, like I stand at the back in percussion, you don't actually know what 
the whole thing sounds like. You only hear certain instruments. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure it's the same like with Sean and the cornets up front. And if we go to play a concert somewhere and the percussion is suddenly in a different location, there's different acoustics, you don't even recognize the song. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, what's this? Have we been practicing this? I don't know what's going on. Well, that's so, where practice makes all the difference. Exactly. So on stage, it'll help with mixing and balancing the sound so you can hear all the sections and then, and also part of that in balancing out the sounds will project that out to the audience yeah. so they also hear a more balanced And we're very sound. lucky with the Regent because um, they using the competition as a little bit of a guinea pig yeah. to see how it's going to work. And so we're very excited about that because it's going to make it a really a great venue for this type of thing. Right. So Saturday's solo performances is how we, we kick the thing off. Yep. And is that at the Regent? Um, there are some events. So we've got the the championship Air Vary and the Premier Slow Melody. So those are ones who have won first, second, or third at like a national. So like the really top-notch, um, amazing players will be in those two events. And we've got um, open percussion. Um, so we've got two junior players who will be doing that. So that'll be great for them. Um, at the Regent, and then we've got other um, events at Age Concern, also in the Octagon in St. Paul's Cathedral, and all of those start, um, the first round starts at 9.30, and they pretty much carry on till about noon, small break for lunch, and then we kick off again at 1, and we go till about 4. Are they all public events? They're all public events, and actually um, in the morning all the events are free, um, you can purchase a program for $5 if you want. And then at the evening, which starts at 6, if you already have a program, you can get in for free or it's $5. So it's really affordable to I mean, mm. to be able to go to and see a big event at the Regent for $5. That's, I I'm hoping yeah. that we're hoping people come in just to see the Regent as well. The Regent will be wonderful. But speaking of acoustics, St. Paul's will be a beautiful environment for this too. Mm, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So the evening events are what? The, the um, finals, are they? Or? Well, the Saturday, the evening event is, it's the full band. It's um, the hymns. Everybody plays are a sacred item. So that's kind of more of the traditional brass band music that people will associate with brass bands. And then there's your own choice. And at the provincial level, there's no test piece where all the bands of each grade play a certain selected piece. They can play whatever they want. And so you'll have a wide variety um, and it's really exciting to see that and the spin that each band puts on a piece. If you already know it, you know, mm. each each band and each musical director will, um, you know, interpret it a little bit differently. And then the big event is on Sunday um, and that starts at 1230. And that's fifteen dollars a person or um, we're offering family tickets of up to a family of five for thirty dollars. Um, so it's a heck of a bargain there as well. Um, and that's the entertainment portion. Um and so that's bands can play whatever they want. They just have a set amount of time to play whatever they want. Um, they will introduce the songs, and it's often a theme, like how do these pieces relate to each other. And it's fun not just for the audience, but it's really fun for the band members as well. It's a bit more relaxed. You get to kick back and really just have fun with your playing. It is a competition. I imagine it it's a very difficult yeah. job for judges when you've got well, such variety. Music is either played properly or not, and they've got the score in front of them. Yeah. So from a musical perspective, they can mark us on yeah. how our road reading's gone with the, the scores and that type of thing, how the interpretations come from the conductor. Mm. Um, so that's the Saturday competition, which is a little bit more technical than Formal, the Sunday. Yeah. And we've only got a half an hour from the time you get on stage to the time you go off. And um, they, the adjudicators are really musical themselves. 
But on the Sunday, we only have one music adjudicator and two non-music adjudicators, so it makes it a little yeah. bit a little fairer yeah. um, because it's more of an, an appeal to um, is it good um, entertainment. Kaikoura Metropolitan Brass, how well have they done in these competitions? Um, well, in the past at Provincials, um, we've done quite well because we are the only B-grade band. Um, <laughs> so we won all the time. <laughs> Congratulations. Um, <laughs> um, but this year we've got Timaru coming down, and they are also um, a B-grade band. And so they're, it's definitely put the pressure on us a bit more to have to step up our game for having, um, for having the competition. But it's good. I mean, it's good to have the competition. Um, and so there is, um, except for D grade, there are multiple bands in each in each grade. So everybody will have competition except for the D grade this Ex- year. Expecting much of an opportunity to socialize with your uh, fellow players from around uh, the south? Um, right. We're hoping. Absolutely. Yeah. We've got a, um, a we, we, we want people to come together after the competition mm. at Age Concern and we want to mingle and get to know everybody. So And that's why we want it in the octagon. So it's really close and people could walk and um, mingle with each other because we don't want to just be isolated um, bands, but we really want to get to know each other and have some fun with um, each other as well and find out yeah. what the experiences have been like and that type of thing. And we do know a lot of the other players. You know, it is, I mean, it's like there's a lot of bands, but it's also still a fairly, you know, relatively small community. So it's it, there's not very often that you get to catch up with all your fellow band members throughout the year, um, except for usually at the provincial contest or nationals if, if it's convenient or affordable to go. Um, so we're really hoping that, you know, when they come down, we'll have that opportunity with our little social event to be able to catch up with everyone and have a chance because if you're you know, like one band's going on stage and others coming off and you've got one waiting in the wings and warming up and during that time you really don't have the chance to catch up um, and so we're really hoping to just have that opportunity to have a relaxing time and just catch up with everyone and mm. see how it's going and well, complement certainly each other's an inspired decision to have everything going on around the octagon because you're going to see people who perhaps didn't even know this festival was going to be on. We're going to be in the centre of the city. It's going to be a beautiful weekend, I'm absolutely sure. A very yeah. full-on weekend yes. because it's not only us, but we've got the orchestras in town as well yeah. and the rugby. So um, the Octagon's going to really be a great mm. place to be. We're hoping to draw in, with our affordable prices, a lot of foot traffic. I'm absolutely <laughs> sure you will. I'm absolutely sure you will with all three venues. Yeah. Um, and you mentioned nationals. Is that the next progression yep. for you? And when does that happen? Um, well, this year it's in Napier. Napier. Yes. Yeah, Napier. Um, unfortunately, we are not. We are not going. Um, last year it was in Rotorua, and we also could not go. Um, purely expense. Absolutely, yeah. that's about forty-five thousand. Purely well. expense. Yeah. Um, so next year it's in Wellington. And then the year after, it's in Blenheim. Yeah. And we we are really hoping to attend yeah. one of those. Well, I guess it probably raises, I guess, these provincials as uh, as your real opportunity to celebrate and compete and do your very best. Yeah. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Looking forward to it. It should be a fabulous weekend. Now, look, um, I'm sure um, listeners will want to get a bit of a taster of what's going on this weekend, but should they be interested in finding out a little bit more about Kaikoura Metropolitan Brass and perhaps uh, have a hankering to, to, to come along, have a listen, maybe think about joining, what should they do? Um, well, we do have a new blog slash webpage. 
Um, so they can definitely check that out. Um, we're kikemetrobrass.blogspot.co.nz. Um, and we will be putting up um, the band history. There's a lot to go through um, to put up on the page and put up highlights like how we've done in the past at yeah. different um, contests and try and keep with our current members and and what's going on. Um, so we're really hoping to use that as a promotional tool. And that has all the contact details they can use to get in touch with any of us. But we're also at 110 Leith Street, and we practice on a Monday and a Thursday. Um, why don't they just pop along yep. at 7.30, come join us. Get They'll hear you. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> they can definitely hear us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anybody's yeah. most welcome to come along, pop along, and um, we've got spare instruments for people to, yeah. to give a go and if they, see, um, see if they want to join. If they want something not quite so formal, we do often um, – we have one of our life members um, runs a session on Saturdays at 1.30. One, yep. At 1.30, um, and that's where players, they come and they get the opportunity to run through bits they're struggling with and um, to try new things. So if they want something more casual and try and see what it's all about or they need some a little bit of instruction, that's a great time to come by too. It's a little less formal. Well, this weekend would be a really good opportunity just to immerse yourself in the wonderful music for a start and perhaps take yep. it from there. Well, all the very best for yep. this weekend. Uh, congratulations you. on putting together what I'm sure uh, is um, a challenging uh, event for you in terms of all the coordination, but it sounds like it's going to be absolutely fantastic. Sean and Kendall from Kaikara Metropolitan Brass uh, talking about this weekend's Festival of Brass. Thanks for coming in. Thank you Thanks very much. Thanks for having us. This programme was first broadcast on Otago Access Radio and made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air.